this is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armish. Hello, Acri owner. I know every so often I let you know that music still gets me excited, hence the equals, and I get so excited kicking this week's show off. But I have been running around going ooh, ooh, quite a bit this week over bands, coincidences, and demos. Uh, my joy was, I have to say, mired by the news that Pete Way had gone to the great recording studio in the sky, of course. I had seen him with UFO, but never met the man in person. Um, actually, technically, that isn't strictly true, as we both were in the same pub at the same time. But a cursory, all right, as we passed one another, hardly counts. Uh, Pete's bass playing was hugely influential to a certain generation. Just go and ask Maiden's Steve Harris. To me, as a retired lapsed bassist, yeah, I certainly rated him. But he was his uh, predecessor in UFO, Paul Gray, that held my attention. Sorry, Duncan. But I digress. Uh, more of Mr Gray later. Sadly, I was unable to see the Pete Way band live, although Pete was just on uh, vocal duties, leaving the four-string shenanigans to, I believe, uh, 
Jason Paul that left everyone a gasp. No disrespect to Jason, but uh, to have a gift and not use it, you know, it's all beggared belief. Uh, we were expecting Pete's new Mike Clink produced solo album, Walking on the Edge, to come out later this year, mind you. It has been promised every year since 2017, but to be fair, Pete's pancreatic cancer did understandably slow things down. Playing a UFO song uh, in tribute to Pete seemed uh, too obvious. And I'm sure, well actually I hope, that uh, regular rock radio stations have this week been filling their airways with them. Uh, plus playing something like Doctor Doctor or Lights Out would be akin to uh, Steve Wright playing Another One Bites of Dust when Freddie Mercury died. So I have settled on something from Pete's 2000 solo album, Amphetamine, that was reissued by Cargo Records last December with, obviously, bonus tracks. This is Fooled Again.
when I originally put up on social media last Friday what bands had made the grade and were getting much deserved airplay, the cheats were amongst them, nestling in between The Damned and Alex Kane. A couple of hours later, I found myself editing said post to delete the cheats. This was all thanks to The Damned, who, as you know, last Friday announced the details of the Rockfield Files EP. I wasn't expecting anything from it apart from maybe a snippet teaser so uh, plan the show accordingly by airing something obviously by the damned that had also been recorded at rockfield then word reaches me that a song was going to be made available in full which was uh, quite a bit longer than the one i had lined up meaning i either had to lose completely the cheats or as kane uh, in the end i bumped the cheats to this week's show but still had to edit monsters of cruise lsd for Rock Radio UK, the full version of which can be heard on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify and Podbay. So, here we are a week later, but uh, yeah, it's so worth it. Uh, when I first saw the Cheats had a new album out, I automatically thought that they had dispensed with Dan Vapid and struck out on their own, a bit like the Glitter Band. Of course, I should have known better that this is the Cheats from Pittsburgh, uh, whose only alliance is to good old-fashioned punk and roll, and not the vapid ones from Illinois. These cheats, in actual fact, covered the Demolition 23-track Hammersmith Palais on their 2006 album Life Short that they described as a little-known gem. In these parts, it's known as a bona fide classic. Anyway, <laughs> their new album is Cussing, Crying and Carrying On that hit the real and virtual record shops last Friday on Screaming Crow records for those of you who need bringing up to speed the band formed in 2001 with the current lineup featuring mainstay todd cheat on vocals filthy phil on bass kyle cheat on drums and guitarist rob cinema and devin holliday uh, reviews that i have read have been very complimentary liking them to the sex pistols the cult the backyard babies dragon era helicopters michael munro and the one that had me fast forwarding to the tracking question got lucky the wild hearts uh, to be honest, I didn't really hear any of the aforementioned bands as I listened to the album, which I'm sure you are going to do as well. At no point did I think they were trying to sound like anyone else. All right, on Ella 69, I'm sure I heard a brief hint of the Star War riff. But overall, the cheats are, as I said earlier, they just play good old-fashioned punk and roll. And it's all right. Well 
So going back to the dams, of course, social media was awash with thoughts, comments and opinions with regards to keep them alive. That range from the fabulous to the, um, yeah, well, not so fabulous. Personally, I really like it. Of course, it's never going to replace my own golden age of 76, 82 material, a.k.a. the chaos years. But the dams have always moved on and move forward, although I do feel they have settled. Yeah, not in a rut or a groove, but uh, Vanian's vocals over the last couple of albums seem much more disciplined and measured, although I could do without the gear, yeah, yes. Uh, Captain's guitar uh, and Monty's keyboard sound are very much of the Strawberries era, and Paul Gray, well, you know, superb. Now, it has been well documented how the Damned, Captain in particular, gets ideas for songs. TV adverts, stuff played backwards, songs sped up, or songs slowed down, um, or just jamming along to records to see what happens. So I wasn't surprised to see a post alluding to a perceived similarity. So it looks like we've got ourselves. And contrast. The link was to a YouTube clip provided by the very learned Mark Bannister and uh, was a scene from the 1966 film The Deadly Bees that featured the birds, that's birds with an eye, with Ron Wood on guitar, playing a song called That's All I Need that, interestingly enough, was never released at the time, only making it onto vinyl in 2011. So, OK, uh, up first is The Damned and keep them alive, that will be swiftly followed by the birds, and that's all I need.
Duncan Reed from Duncan Reed and the Big Heads, and you're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. You'd be nuts to listen to anything else. We got an understanding, all right, that can only be found in sight. Means that you love me. I love you, and nobody else will do, cause that's all that I need you for, that's all that I love you for, that's all that I need you for, that's all that I love you for. From coast to coast To find that love Deep inside I had to travel far and wide Cause that's all That I need you for That's all That I love you for That's all That I need you for That's all That I love you for Yours and mine It reaches on down To the bottom of my soul A love that makes me feel whole Cause that's all That I need you for That's all That I love you for That's all That I need you for That's all That I love you for And history, I'm going to go for a guilty as charged, musically, of course. Now, the other songs featured on the Damned EP are Manipulator, The Spider and the Fly, and an extended version of Black is the Night. Interestingly, The Spider and the Fly is a Paul Gray song that he originally wrote and demoed with the Damned in mind back in 96, 97, uh, the last time he was in the band. This is when Gary Dreadful was on drums. Uh, the song ended up as a free download from Paul's website, which, of course, I did. And it sounds remarkably like this. 
it certainly, on the strength of the demo, fits in well with Keep Them Alive with its Black Album Strawberries vibe. Roll on October, and that's all I can say. I'm going to keep things going with demos, heralding this week's demolition segmentation. Yeah, I still haven't sorted out an ID intro for it yet. Anyway, I got an email last week from Cleopatra Records informing me that they had just released a four-track EP of Duran Duran demos called Dreaming of Your Cars 1979 Demos Part 2 uh, that came out today. In This intrigued me because I wondered if these demos had Andy Wickett on vocals. Andy sung in TVI before his tenure with Duran Duran. And it is well known that TVI Stevie's radio station was the basis for Rio. Not that it featured on this demo. Uh, as an aside, TVI sported Dave Twist on drums, who now occupies the drum store in Black Bombers. Anyway, Andy was on vocals with John Taylor, Roger Taylor and Nick Rhodes making up the rest of the band. But what caught my eye, no pun intended, was the uh, Girls on Film 1979 demos part one that came out in 2017. Musically, it's very much the same as the uh, more famous Simon Le Bon take, but vocally, different lyrics with Andy very much channeling his inner Brian Ferry. See what you think. week's show i played the radio friendly version of duncan reed and the big heads motherfucker and mentioned in the same sentence simon loves motherfuckers uh, that um, duncan subconsciously borrowed from however being the upstanding member of the musical community that he is duncan listed simon as a co-writer on monday just gone it was the 10th anniversary of the original demo of motherfuckers with Simon putting a link to it on Bandcamp, saying that this version still had the John Lennon rip-off. And he's not wrong. There's people around Screw you in the ground 
There's a lot of interconnectedness going on this week. And uh, continuing with it is Nick Hughes from Duncan Reed and the Big Heads, who today released a second song from his Middle Night Men project. Uh, if you rush out to your local news agent, the Middle Night Men have a full-page feature in the latest classic rock. It's the one with Peter Green on the cover. Joining BA Baby. Now, that was the first single lifted from the band's debut album that, thanks to COVID-19, has been pushed back until January, along with the launch gig. Uh, that's at the uh, Camden Assembly. Uh, on the 22nd is Ratstar. Uh, disappointing as these delays may be for all concerned, it does give the Middle Night Men a chance to nurture and grow. Uh, with, I believe, a third potential single penciled in for October. I know Tom Spencer contributes some haze on uh, Ratstar, but uh, it had me thinking of One, Two, Three by the Professionals. Had Hey Hello rewritten it. It's thoroughly enjoyable, as you are about to hear. Shove the whiskers from your mind. <laughs> 
Pepper's edition of Classic Rock has Peter Green on the cover, whereas the normal newsagent version has the mighty Phil Linner on the front. I am seriously looking forward to the Middle Night Men album. I think it's going to be called First Edition, but don't quote me on that. Uh, Blabbermouth, not to be confused or mixed up with the rock website of this same name, have just collaborated with poet Murray Lachlan Young for the Edge of Reason album that is billed as Blabbermouth versus Lachlan Young. Uh, the core members of Blabbermouth are Lou Edmonds, who normally can be found in public image, but uh, cut his punk rock teeth in the damned, and uh, Mark Roberts, formerly of Massive Attack, The Godfathers, and Nina Cherry, with the numbers being made up by uh, Derek Choi on uh, bass guitar, Melanie Pappenheim, uh, Celestial Voice, Britt Smith providing Aaron Voice with Albert Kuvzin uh, on very low vocal duties. And not forgetting Aid uh, Hardy, who plays the microphones and mixed it all together. To be honest, this isn't my normal cup of tea, uh, with me only checking it out due to the uh, damned interconnecting this. But it's great, proving once again that sometimes it's good to listen to new things. This is Horse Whisperer. social media treadmill. Read. Just read. Put down the devices. Forget all those people. And all their opinions. And all those things I don't want to know about. I don't want to know about. But somehow I get drawn in again and again endless pointless arguments about nothing and making enemies with people I don't even know and feeling anxious about it all day. What's all that about? Who are they anyway? Where do they come from? So successful and better looking and fitter, stronger, richer, more spiritually advanced. I mean, what are they doing that I'm not doing that allows them to do the things that I don't do better fun abundant uncomplicated people drinking champagne in exotic locations not just sitting around reading books I don't want to read a book why would I want to read a bloody book? I'll have a beer. No. I'll have a cup of tea. No. Water. Because I'm thirsty, that's all. I don't need a beer. I know I don't need a beer. And what if I want a beer? I'll have a bloody beer. Who's going to stop me? I'm over 18. It's a bank holiday. If I want a drink, accompany my book. And I'll have a drink. I'll have a glass of rosé. I'll have a whole bottle if I like and read a book take a bit of space get off the endless social media treadmill become different become a therapist no a yoga teacher no Horse Whisperer. Ancient people didn't get stressed out like this. They didn't count their units, of course they didn't. Dead by 30. They did what they liked. Read books. They were illiterate. 
I need a break. I need a break. Even though rehearsal and recording studios have been closed since the middle of March, bands and artists are still finding ways to get their music out to us, sometimes out of necessity, to put food on their table or to put food on others. Arthur Brown, he of fire, has recorded a cover of House of the Rising Sun that was popularised by the animals in 1964 to raise money for Help Musicians Hardship Fund. Uh, Joining Arthur are big country bassist Tony Butler, Fair Port Convention's Dave Peck, keyboard player Josh Phillips, session sax player John Altman, the Dirty Strangers, Alan Clayton on guitar, playing a guitar that uh, Keith Richards used during the recording of the Rolling Stones classic Exile on Mainstream album, uh, Sadie and the Hotheads drummer Terry Bryant, and session musician and producer Paul Mitchell. All the parts were recorded at the musicians' respective homes with Arthur, uh, who was self-isolating at his Yorkshire home, being sent a microphone, headphones and cables in the post and shown how to uh, download the software needed to lay down his vocals. Except no one told him uh, he should stand a bit closer to the microphone.
Well as Pete Way checking out former Super Suckers guitarist Ron Rontrose Heathman, who uh, played with the band from uh, 1988 to 2009, only taking a brief break between 95 and 96, also sadly passed away this week. So finishing this week's show off are the Super Suckers and the aptly titled Goodbye from Motherfuckers Be Tripping. Until next week, take it easy. Goodbye! 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 Goodbye!